today's episode, Chad will talk about Brandon Otting and his first few sessions on Brain Hemi Sync Me Hoi Minoi Miho Minho Neo Mio. So let's start out with randonauting. What is randonauting? It is the um, utilization of random number generator techniques as a tool towards exploring and navigating the world around us. Um, I found out about this about two years ago listening to the tinfoil hat and um, what they said it was was a way to sort of break out of the matrix or find the glitches in there or just the weirdness of the simulation takes you down paths and roads and takes you to a destination you've probably never been or haven't seen in a long time or have some sort of weird connection to it. Um, a lot of times when you see rando nodding, you'll see somebody said intention. And, you know, I set the intention for a dog. I set the intention to... Um, I set the intention for an owl. And they see an owl or they see a dog statue or they see this, that, and the other money. And, you see, and they find you know, a penny in the spot or something weird like that, or maybe just a graffiti of a dollar bill. Um, but it's not something you physically put into the app. See, when I, when I was doing it, originally you had to download the Telegram app, and through Telegram you had, there was two, um, actually I still have it on my phone. You would have to, download telegram and from there you would have to there was two little bots you could download the random knots bot and the phantom bot and then there was a lot more stuff you could do well had to do i should say there you had to type in if you wanted a tractor a void at this that, and the other now it's it's um a lot better it just pops up a little menu and you can click whatever you want and now there's an actual random knot app um, but, so, there is things for, you, you pick an attractor or a void or anomaly or, um, just, let's see, let's see what they say. I'm sorry, it's been a while. Um, but an attractor is where the points are most dense at. Yeah, so attractor, void, anomaly. So a tractor is um, where the points are most dense, and they use a, a random quantum points on a map. If that makes sense. It's it's all. See, I'm trying to use in layman terms because it's very technical. <coughs> so these they put these maps around you. You you set the radius, a perimeter of how far you want to travel, and they throw these random dots down in wherever they most dense that that would be an attractor at least dense that's a void <clears throat> then there's also a uh, ratings power rating which I'm, I'm in a z score and I'm, i assume you can kind of maybe think what a power rating is it's whether they're more dense more for an attractor less dense for a void obviously the higher the number the the better it is 
the Z score is um, how weird or improbable it can be. So the the higher the score, the more chance it might run into something weird. The lower the score might just be a piece of paper that says, you know, Daniel's phone number, call him or something like that. Now, <clears throat> most of the time I've done it, I um, well, I'll say I've done both attractors and voids, and the weirdest ones have been voids for me. I originally did it with my sister. I've only done it a few times because normally it wants to take you into people's backyards and stuff. And, you know, you can't just wander in people's backyards. So I haven't done it in quite a while. But when I first did it, I did it with my sister. And I can't think of, I can't 100% remember if they were attractors or voids starting out. But it took us to two streets above us in the same little neighborhood you know we've been through this neighborhood our entire life we haven't really recently because we're old but it took us to a newly torn down house and it wasn't like dilapidating falling in but it was gone and there was hay um i'm surprised we didn't hear or know anything about it or see on facebook anything about that house being tore down so that was weird and this and we were just doing it in like the 300 meter or 3000 meter whatever i think it's 3000 meter so fairly small then we did it and it took us to a shopping cart in the middle of the road you know nothing spooky but kind of weird just like the house nothing spooky but kind of weird and then we went to I don't, and we never found it, but we went to the spot and there was nothing there the third time. So I try to explain to my parents. My mom doesn't understand it. My dad's like, okay, cool. So then we all hop in the van and we do it. This, I don't know if this is the same day or when it was, but we're all doing it now. Um, it takes us to a house that both my dad and my mom has a, or not my dad and my mom, but my dad and my sister have a connection to it. The house was where my dad passed out one night on Halloween. Um, he was dressed as Rorschach from Watchmen, and he made his mask out of sharpie so he was getting high off of sharpie fumes all night along with drinking alcohol so he passed out under this tree and thought candy bandits and all other sorts of stuff was happening people were harassing him oh he was in somebody's front yard under their giant pine tree and my sister's connection to it was her old cat who used to be you know the king of the streets Maine Coon Papa Kitty, we used to call him. He had a cat fight club, and I guess one night, because my sister used to follow him around like every night, she and him went to this house, and he just beat the fuck up out of all these cats. And this pregnant cat came up, and it was meow, meow, meowing, and he slapped the shit out of it, allegedly. I wasn't there. I'm just going off what my sister told me. So that was weird. 
Now, this is before we set any intentions or an intention was really a thing in the Randall Nodding community. And, uh, that same day, I th see, see, I don't know if these, I don't know if these were all the same day or when, but here are the stories of with my parents and me and my sister doing it. We get a point and it takes us, the point is directly to a gas station. Nothing weird there, so we drive up, and there happen to be empty lots. So we, as we turn around, <clears throat> we notice that um, GM will park a bunch of cars in an empty lot and move them around and stuff. So all these parked trucks were in this giant, you know, like football field type of lot, you know, big. And all of, not all of them, but there were a bunch of them randomly had their four ways on and it wasn't like two miss one two miss one two it might have been one miss three two miss one four for rows and rows and rows there there easily was at least 500 cars or 500 trucks so we thought that was kind of weird um we get back we watch for a little bit you know don't see anybody and then we will so then we start to go in to, to pull into that lot to try to see. And then we see that it's actually gated and there's some people in there. Big deal. So we turn around and we go down the road. Then we have the idea to turn back around. And mind you, these cars were parked side by side by side by side. You can't, you couldn't pull one out without pulling 20 out. I don't know. Like you, it, they were so compact there was no way to just get one car out at a time. You had to move multiple to get the one car out. Um, it had to have been five minutes, maybe. We we turn around. We go we go down the road. We stop. We turn around. We we talk. You know that was kind of weird. Let's see what let's see what's going on. So within five minutes, they probably moved all these cars out of sight. I don't know how that was possible. Um, there had to have been at least five hundred cars. In five minutes, completely out of sight. They weren't on the road. Mind you, they were all the same truck. So you would have been able to see, oh, well, there's like four of them trucks right there. That's where they're going. No. There was no truck in sight. There was no people in sight. It was completely empty in five minutes. Barren. Nothing there. That was really weird to us. We thought maybe rationalizing... Um, but the flashing lights were indicators that those ones had to be taken back or something. We have no idea what happened. We, uh, we have no idea how they got all those cars out of there. Mind you, it's probably pretty easy and possible, but I don't, I don't know how they would. Um, it, they were just so many cars so tightly and packed together. And we only seen like five guys. There wasn't like one car per person, you know. So if they had to drive there, they had to drive there, drop the car, and hurry, run back, get another car. Or if there was like a shuttle bus, they drive, they bring the X amount of people back. I don't know how they did it, but they did it. Baffled us. And then... 
It took us to an abandoned um, car auction that had really nothing going on there. It was just abandoned, kind of weird. Um, saw a bunny and a bird come out of a bush. I don't know if that's what we were supposed to see, but this was long before an intentions. Now, the one time we did do an intention, um, I told my dad, let's do this. I want you to write a word or a phrase. I didn't, t- I didn't tell him anything besides this. I want you to d- write a word or a phrase on a piece of paper. And he goes, you want me to show you? I go, no, 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 no. Just keep it on you. I, I don't want to see it. I don't want to know what it is. So we, we hit a map. We, we, hit, we, uh, I think this is a void. I don't know. I can't remember 100%. But we get this one. And it is behind um, some hotels, motels, and restaurants in the woods. And as we approach, we see a woman walking towards us on the road. You know, not a big deal. So as we get out of the car... My sister and I lead the way. We probably get 20 feet from the curb into the weeded, wooded area. Not really a forest. Not really wood. I guess that's woods. But into the woods. And we notice that it is a homeless camp. And we decide to turn around because, hey, if there's people back there, we don't want to be disrespectful. You know, we're not afraid that they're going to do anything. Homeless people aren't violent, really. They're just downtrodden people that probably, a lot of times, lost a huge number of their family, and that's why they're there. Spend all their money. Normally, it's like a death after a death after the death, and they spend all their money trying to keep them alive, and then they lose their house and lose everything, and now they're homeless. Um, But we wanted to be respectful and we didn't want to approach. So we turn around and my mom and my dad are like, what's going on? Why'd you turn around? And we tell him. And I go, what did you write down? And he showed me and he wrote down safe space. Now, to me, that makes perfect sense. A homeless camp, a homeless person's campsite would be their safe space. They don't have a home, so their home couldn't be their safe space. So this is... And we were all kind of shocked because it made sense, you know. That was probably this woman's safe space. This is where she could go at night or her and her group or friends or whatever, her community. And then we also explored that area, but we didn't go back and we didn't want to bother anybody that could have been there because that's her home. That's like walking into somebody's home unannounced. I've done it a few times by myself, um, just in a small neighborhood, and um, when I was thinking of my sister, and one of her favorite things is cows, so I went for a walk, and it took me to a spot not where the spot was, but directly behind the spot. See, it might not necessarily be the exact spot. It has to be somewhere around that radius. So it takes a spot and then it has a radius. And obviously a radius is just a general area where it's going to be. And not 
it was on the opposite side of the road, there was a picture of a cow. And that was one of my sister's still is favorite animals. And that was nice. And I seen a dilapidated shed. I was just exploring, like, my aunt's neighborhood, you know, 10-minute walk. I was exploring that neighborhood. And then I went and didn't have no intention, didn't think of anything. And it took me to a little um, telephone post that had a bunch of overgrown vines and weeds around it with a little cross and it said um rest in peace jerry something or another i took a picture of it and i showed my dad and the name the last name sounded vaguely familiar and i did post it on the random nodding community at one point in time on reddit uh, i thought that was weird you know it takes you directly to a little memorial maybe maybe he crashed and died there maybe that's why because you always see that sort of stuff every now and again like little candles and tombstones on the side of the road or wherever where somebody might have crashed and died at so maybe he crashed and died in that post pole wooded weeded viney area And and it's not like i've always been around that neighborhood you know, um, but I've been around there and not paying too close to detail, I guess. Because <clears throat> one thing happens is when you constantly go in the same directions every day, taking the same way to work or wherever, your brain, it dumbs your brain down. And that's why a lot of people get in car accidents because. You know, your brain knows, oh, you take a left here, you got this there, blah, 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 blah. And it kind of shuts itself off and turns into autopilot mode because there's no danger there. So maybe that's why. Because I'm so used to, I've never, I've, I've walked those streets but never really paid attention, per se. I don't know. But those are my couple random now stories i like to think of it as a way to um break a cycle of normality takes you to places where you wouldn't go necessarily um exploring your neighborhood and it's it's i I, see there's this thing called geocaching and i think it's kind of like geocaching except for Instead of getting a, what a little trinket or writing your name down on something, it's for you personally. And who knows? It could be a very frightening thing because supposedly this this group of friends randonauted and they found remains in a briefcase, suitcase in um, somewhere in the world. But it was on a beach or something like that. I don't. I can't remember. But ever since then, this I've seen more tracking, tracking and grounding and interest in this. And uh, it's definitely something that could get you in trouble if you really wanted to go where all the points are. Because once again, most of my points are in people's backyards or front yards or this, that, and the other. 
And we actually weren't randonauting, but we decided to do this weird... I don't know why. We just do weird shit. We were... Me, my mom, my dad, and my sister were driving around exploring our neighborhood. And we drove past two guys and they were outside. I assume it was a father and son. But as the father was shirtless and the son was just open-eyed, open-mouthed, like he'd never seen people before, let alone a moving vehicle or a car. We're like, that was fucking weird. What's that guy looking at us like that? Let's go around again. Oh, mind you, my dad waved to the guy, the father, and the guy waved back. So we're like, oh, we're going to go again. So same thing. But this time the, the, the father is not didn't wave back. He's just glaring at us. The kid still wide-eyed, wide-mouthed, flabbergasted like he's seeing something amazing. We're like, okay, let's try for a third time. We go back a third time. My dad waves. The father is throwing knives at a tree. And the kid is still open-mouthed, wide-eyed, flabbergasted. So we're like... Fuck it, fourth time, let's see what happens. But my dad's already like, you know, this guy, he's either going to approach us or already be out in the middle of the road. Mind you, I don't, I, I don't, we're, we're not doing anything bad, and I understand him because, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody sees it. They see a car go around a couple of times, especially in this day and age where there's so many kidnappings and human trafficking. But we were in a, um, red and silver HHR, full. We look like a family, but still, that doesn't mean anything in this day and age, I guess. Um, <clears throat> so fourth time, sure as shit, he's by the road. As soon as as we're driving by, as my dad is waving, you lost your something. My my mom unfortunately is in the passenger side, where the guy is, and. My dad and my mom were, no, we're just going on a nice little drive. And my mom was like, oh, God bless you, sir. We're not lost. And then we didn't go back around again because we didn't want to know if that fucker was going to throw a knife at us. Mind you, I understand why he did that. But the throwing of the knife always is a little weird. That's I wouldn't be like, eh, this car comes back around. I'm going to scare him by throwing a knife at a tree. Because we, if we see a van or a car, especially when the littler kids are outside, we, we post up outside to make sure. I mean, so I don't really blame the guy for doing what he did, but it was less about that guy and more about why is his kid, son, whatever he is, just, I guess maybe he's retarded. I didn't think of that. Maybe he could have been retarded and that's just the way his face is. Anyways, on to what I wanted to talk about next, which was, um, I'm still, oh, I'm stuttering. I'm still doing the brain hemisync, what I talked about in my last video. Um, I'm nowhere near being done. I'm on the last track of the first session. Mind you, there's six tracks in each session, and each session, or each track, I should say, is like 34. 35 minutes somewhere around there more a little more than a half hour 
and so far these are the steps that i've done so you start out and it's kind of just relaxing listen to the guy it's a mixture of meditation and hypnosis i would say or maybe it's just hypnosis um but you lay in there you're trying to relax you've got headphones in and you specific to have left audio in the left ear right in the right ear and he talks about imagine a box big heavy box it's going to be your energy conversion box and what you are supposed to do is visualize you're putting all your worldly um, stresses in there just to relax even more and then you're supposed to lock it and walk away this is a, this is all visualization and then after that you do breathe work everything is breathe work um, inhale exhale inhale exhale inhale good energy exhale bad energy just like all sorts of other stuff magic meditation it's all one of the same i suppose and while that you were relaxing your whole entire body but keeping your mind awake next step in this process that i've done so far is all that energy you've just accumulated um <clears throat> you visualize it coming out of the, your head and going down creating like an aura or a shield and going down into your feet and do that for a little while um, then you move on to putting your body to sleep or relaxing even deeper while keeping your mind fully awake and then this is where kind of the astral projection comes in that it supposedly teaches you how to do and i've tried to do this not this specific way per se but as your body is fully sleeping and you have no control over it um, you're supposed to visualize you rolling like a log from your back to your face to your back and then from there you're supposed to imagine floating up you're not flying you're just kind of hovering and when i was doing these steps the breathing of course i felt energy because that's what typically i feel when i do any of this breath work and whatever practice i'm trying to do um they for the aura thing um I do believe I could be wrong because I haven't done it in a few days just because working and trying to do other stuff and um, yeah don't have always plus anytime I do it I don't want to like waste my hat like my morning by doing it. it's not a waste but like 30 minutes is a good chunk of time but I don't want to do it at night because I get all like if you're falling asleep and you can't fall asleep you get a bunch of energy and then you're up until three um, huh. anyways so i do this i've been doing this rarely seldom maybe once or twice a week that's why it's been taking me so long but you put yourself asleep and i'm pretty sure i was asleep and keeping the mind awake you do the astral projection type of stuff and i swear this time I went even deeper into vibrational 
Because normally I get there and I wake up and go, <gasps> but this time I was just trying to hold on to it. It felt like I probably was shaking. I didn't have my eyes open to see, but it felt like I was shaking ridiculously. Still didn't really astral project. <clears throat> but it's fun and hopefully I'll get there. Uh, I got a lot more to go. There's six tracks and six sessions, so that's 36, and I've only listened to five, so I still got 31 more to go. And I've and there are some I've re-listened to just to make sure I'm doing everything right, so I'll probably do that again. But it's fun. It's I so far I I dig it. It feels legit um i'm not sure how much more i mean there's a lot more i'm gonna have to do because i'm on i got 31 more sessions to do but i don't know how more advanced it's getting is it just gonna try to get the fundamentals or the um i'm so stupid i can't pronounce stuff right get the basics down because they say, um, what is it, you you put um, your right hand on the back of your neck and you think of one. Oh, man. Oh, it's supposed to give you energy. And it did. Got all wide-eyed. And then you inhale 10 and it's supposed to give you the aura around you and then when you Exhale 10, it's supposed to relax your body, which it just did. So it might be a little bit of, um, like I said, hypnosis in there. But it's fun, and I like it. So I'm going to be doing this, and every time I record and I have more to add to this, I'm going to be adding to it. And um, hopefully when I have it all said and done, I can do a full guide or full synopsis description on my experience with it because as of right now it's fun it's just to dedicate at least a half hour just to laying there this is not that fun for me i guess i should say or there's you know i'm i'm still young i, I could be playing a video game or watching something on youtube even though that's not a, a good way waste of my that is a waste of my time whereas this isn't it's just i'm st I still want to do that more than this and that's my problem not yours so with that in mind oh i got a synthesizer let me talk about this real quick got a synthesizer modular synthesizer you're a bringer neutron i know i that's not how it's pronounced but i can't pronounce things correctly in a um arteria key step so i'm gonna try to make my own music for this stuff too and that should be fun i've just been fooling around with it a little bit every day i'm not sure if i'm like most people that um like anything in general video games or guitars or playing playing anything doing anything that if you just go in you burn yourself out of something if you just do it, 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 do it. So I'm just, you know, like 20 minutes before work, 20 minutes after work, 
fool around with it, have a good time, just so it always seems fresh and exciting and new. Because it is fresh, exciting, and new to me so far, and I don't, I don't want to have to, I didn't, I don't want to spend all that money just for it to sit there and, it, yeah, 300, and then another 150, yeah, 450, let's round up to 500, just to say, because tax and whatnot, so yeah, I don't want to just blew 500 bucks for two hours of fun, you feel me, I try to get more money out of my, my stuff, that's why I'm a cheap bastard, anyways, I'm signing out, you have a good day, I need to figure out how to really end these, because maybe I'll have a catchphrase, peace.